0: Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio, or, in truth, we're just about to do. I'm pre-recording the intro so I can knock it all together into a podcast later. You know, sometimes you don't need to see behind the curtain. Sometimes that level of info, it doesn't add to the showbiz, does it? It doesn't really... I saw someone on the news over the weekend burp during a reporter piece. So you know what? In comparison, I'm going to stop moaning about how unprofessional these podcasts are because i'm not doing that on live telly this is podcasting i could break wind now and to be fair it still wouldn't be as bad as being on live telly and go i'm sorry and then carrying on so i'll feel pretty good about myself actually if you're asking and well i do right now you wait till we have done the show i will go and have a cry afterwards which sounds an awful lot the show not the crying like this i like on a monday to give slightly better description of what the show is because here's what i think happens On the weekend, I go out, I perform, I do stand-up comedy. And sometimes people like it. You know, can't please everyone, which is a terrible motto to have when you're in my business. But there we go. The business cards are made now, so I guess that's what's written on them. But sometimes on the weekend, people go, Do you know what you mentioned about radio? Where where do you work? And I tell them all the details of the radio show and the podcast and stuff. So today, there will be people for the first time tuning in thinking, That stand-up comedian guy from the weekend was all right. Let's have a listen. And normally by like three links in, I imagine they've gone off me. So let's enjoy it while we've got it and say, if you stay with me, here's what you've got today. Good news about what you can do as you get older. They've list, they've published a list of things to do after you're 50. Nah, mate, we're making a better one than that. They've invented a sound that makes you live longer. I might have oversimplified the science there, but we'll see. Road rage is back in the news, not the song. And Larry's got entertainment news give you an update on New Zealandish political news because that'll keep you hanging around we should file this under claptrap of the week every so often there's a news story that is just utter rubbish I offer you this example skydiving marathons and even getting a tattoo are among the top 50 things to do over 50 are you over 50 do you fancy any of these things skydiving I'm not over 50, but I'm heading in that direction. So I think we can all join in on this one. Um, new. I think of the, the dynamics of my life. I imagine in my 20s I could have skydived. Is that the past tense? Skydived. Back in the day, I could have skydived. But these days, if I tried to do it, if I had gone on a skydiving, I'd definitely put something out even without touching the floor. I reckon I could tense in a way that just does my back in. So, no, thank you marathons I've got enough on with 5k do you think that's that's what I don't get about running a marathon it takes hours um, and getting a tattoo yeah whatever but writing a book taking up skydiving and conquering a mountain are also on the to-do list not at the same time surely If you drop your pen at that height you could kill someone some 53% insist that age is just a number then what is the point of a survey that says what should you do when you're at the 50 I'm calling all of this useless. When I get over 50, I'll tell you what's on my list of to-do stuff. Start making that uh, sound when I sit down. Or make it more loudly than I do now. Same noise when I sip a cup of tea that's slightly too hot. All right? In fact, it takes a finely tuned ear to work out whether I've just had tea or a sit down. You can tell by looking, though. but. Let's do this on the show today then, Uh, things to the actual things to do when you're over 50, not this skydiving lot. If you've never listened before, then get used to this, um, alien news, because there's lots of it in the news and we report it on this show quite a lot, I'm not sure why, well, lack of originality, I imagine. But this is in the papers then, a time traveller from the year 2869 claims that the year 2023 will see an interdimensional war between humans and aliens. I mean it's not great because you get a war on this planet and all of a sudden our gas prices are up so war with aliens oh man the mystery user from like social media user uh, has been making predictions because they are a time traveler um from 800 years in the future listen this is why i'm not too worried about us having a war with aliens we can't lose because This guy was around in 2080, whatever it was, to come back from the future, so, spoiler alert! There might be an interdimensional war with the aliens, but I think we're going to kick some alien- I don't even know if it is a bottom, actually. Before you kick it, you should check. I'm less worried about having a fight with aliens, anyway. I'm more worried that aliens can receive radio signals. They could be listening to this. And they might comment on it and try and broadcast back a response, but if they pick 107.5 megahertz, well, it's all very well for you. I'll be sat here talking to myself while interference kicks in with the FM signal and the next thing i Audible. Aerithlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species your Buzz Aldrin at 93 has married a woman 30 years his junior I think we know why he wants a younger woman it's not rocket science cause he gets enough of that at work me in the first place, the next thing you know, maybe it'd fade back to me, maybe it wouldn't. I don't really know how it would work. I just hope it never happens. Do you want to live forever? I could help that happen. Now, you might, thinking, you might be thinking right now, you're a snake oil salesman, Steve. You can't keep us alive, you don't know that yet. Because boffins reckon that sound therapy could be the secret to eternal youth. And I play sounds at you. So, yep. Yeah. Scientists claim that a revolutionary new technique can reverse ageing. Imagine if we find out that the sound that can reverse ageing is the sound of a pretend alien or someone talking to themselves being an American news correspondent. Oh, you would owe me quite a bit. No wonder you've been feeling rejuvenated since listening to this show. They say that they can turn back the clock on human cells by zapping them with low-frequency sounds. Oh, they're going to be low-frequency. Well, I play Barry White every so often, don't I? The treatment awakened them from zombie-like states, giving the cells, instead of being dormant, new lease of life. Researchers have tested the therapy on ageing mice. Uh, the thing always gets me about this. I pay my national insurance when I have to. And then, I, you know, you expect to get a National Health Service system. But I've got this lump on my wrist that no one's going near. If I fall over, I'll have to queue for about a day and a half outside a hospital. Meanwhile, mice are having the best experimental medicine ever? They never pay in, do they? It makes absolutely sick. They call this life a rat race, I'm not sure about that. Look, this is a small news story, and it, it's not surprising. I don't even know why they printed it, really. Being angry behind the wheel can cause motorists to lose concentration. Of course. Doesn't seem shocking, that. But well, it does make me think, why are we even allowed to drive? Like, if being angry while driving makes you unsafe, and driving definitely makes you angry. Surely someone's done the maths on this and thought it's just not worth the risk, is it? Citroen UK found that 45% of us admit to being in a bad mood if you're when driving, and then it makes you um, less tolerant of other drivers. But no one's got any tolerance for other drivers. Even, uh, look, I am one of the most blissed-out people you'll ever meet. I'm zen, mate. But you put me behind the wheel and someone takes slightly too long to pull out. I'm like, I want to see your family suffer. I don't know why... I go from such a nice person to, you know, you're waiting at the traffic lights. And if the person in front of you doesn't quite go quick enough so that you end up being the first one caught, I will hunt you down! I will find you! I have a special set of skill. That's what I get like behind the wheel. So. To be fair, though, I'm also like that when I'm walking. You walk slowly in front of me, I will take you down. Meanwhile, we're talking about the things you should do when you get to being over 50. Um, a survey of 2,000 people over 50 found that 62% were keen to embrace more things now than they used to do in the olden days. Um, I mean, good. It's good that you've got that appetite for it. It's a shame you don't quite have the knees for it, but that's the way it goes, isn't it? And so I was asking, what's the realistic list? Not this skydiving malarkey. You can't go skydiving when you get to a certain... I, I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, I can. I can't tie my shoelaces without coming up being a little bit dizzy. I'm not going to go skydiving. Anyway, thank you for your correspondence on this. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. You can track me down for emails and voice notes. We've not had one of these in absolutely ages. Paul gets in touch, and he's written me, I think he's written me a poem, or he's ended up having a block of prose that somehow rhymes by accident. So, this is Paul's thoughts on being of a certain age. He says, I used to be sprightly and quite nifty, but that all changed when I got to 50. Where once I'd party all through the night, now I find myself in bed early, tucked in all tight. But don't think I'm boring, cause thanks to my knees, I take more drugs each morning than Keith Richard with ease. So, I mean good. There you go, there's something to embrace, I think. I think most of those are statins, aren't they? We like to keep you up to date with all types of news. One of them being entertainment news. So for more on this fascinating genre, We can turn to my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's our entertainment news correspondent. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Actor George Clooney has been voted the world's sexiest grey-haired person. (laughs) Ha ha! Yes! What? Well, for years, George Clooney has been voted the sexiest man alive and things like that. So? And I was also a man who was alive and therefore he was beating me. And? Well, I don't have grey hair, so finally, George hasn't managed to beat me in the sexy stakes. Come on! I mean, yeah, you don't have grey hair, but also, you don't have much hair. I don't care, you're not ruining this for me. Take that, Clooney, you can't beat me in this one. Yeah, you're really sounding like the winner now, Stevie. I've been waiting for so long for this, finally, to not be beaten by Clooney. You'd also be in a different weight category. You just have to bring stuff like that up, don't you? <sighs> Listen, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. Uh, things to do when you're 50. The list that's in the newspaper includes skydive, a marathon, and writing a book. It's going to be a very busy day. The what, I'm trying to think in what order you'd do it. You'd run a marathon first, because that's harder than a skydive. No offence, if you've done a sponsored skydive and all that... Yeah. Because a marathon... If you, was it 26 point something miles, if you get to mile 24 and can't carry on, you can stop and you've failed. If you do a skydive and you've fallen like 90% of the way to the ground, you can't back out. There's a certain point in a skydive at which gravity is doing all of the work for you. No, sorry, I quit, take me back. Anyway, no offense if you've done it as a sponsored one, but I would rather sponsor someone on a marathon than a skydive. Um... We're we talking about, oh yeah, things when you like when you get over 50, it shouldn't be skydives, It should be practical things like obsessing about getting a free pack of pen. Back in the day when Michael Parkinson used to try and flog insurance to people or whatever it was. Free pack of pen. Honestly, that's how you get to the older folk, isn't it? Sue says, uh, Steve, over 50, you really learn to appreciate ibuprofen gel. Mm, I've got that to look forward to. What the? Not the cream that just absorbs in, the gel that leaves you slightly tacky. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? I suppose we could just cover some of the new stories that we really just didn't get time to do. Um, I was going to talk about the fact that self-assessment week is happening. Got to get your tax returns in. But then I've been seeing what Nadeem Zahawi was doing, and apparently carelessness is fine. So, <laughs> not going to be a problem. And also, congratulations to whoever it is who's going to be the Prime Minister of uh, New Zealand. I did see Chris Hipkins. Hipkins. And I realised, that's a lot of eyes, i's, isn't it, in that name? But his real name could be Cross Hopkins. It's just how they pronounce it in New Zealand. Yeah, Chris Hipkins. All their vowels are I. I don't know why they just don't revamp their keyboard. They'd save space. Yes, your podcasting. Get your podcast here. Three for your pound. Um, extra podcast-only material that we really couldn't broadcast. A pervert exposed... You can see why straight away we couldn't broadcast this. A pervert exposed himself to elderly women through their letterboxes. The I'm trying to think how... Oh, it's based in Dagenham as well, so it's a good job we didn't broadcast this, isn't it? Um, the police officer said these incidents were uh, distressing for the uh, the victim. I bet they were uh, quite a surprise. They must have seen the little flap open and uh, thought to themselves, "Oh!" Thought they're on strike. Honestly, i getting a letter now. I'd have a heart attack if one. The postal service actually arrived. In fact, this flasher, yes, give him community service, but make him stand. I was going to say make him stand in for postman actually delivering letters. But actually, you know just exactly what to do. And men can now post their sperm off. Um, If they want to to find out if they can have kids, ending the awkward trips to the clinic. So apparently you can, uh, for 195 quid, do a fertility test. And then, again, those two stories are somewhat related. You can send your sperm through the post, which is both what you can do officially and what that other guy tried to do. Listen, we're up to date. Um, So that's all the news that you needed to deal with today. There'll be some more for you tomorrow. Subscribe to wherever you found this. Send it to a friend or an enemy or anyone. And you can uh, also tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time, bye.